Do we want to talk about Vanderpump? Yeah, let's talk about. Let's get to it. We're like in like hour, (laughs) hour two, but that's okay. Hour two, Um, but yeah. Since obviously that a lot has happened in the Vanderpump space. Yeah, in the weeks. So, who wants to tackle? Where do we start? So yesterday, uh, Stassi, Kristen, Max, and Brett were all officially fired from Vanderpump Rules. It may have happened before yesterday, but yesterday is when it became public knowledge that they were fired. So Brett and Max had uh, tweets in their past that surfaced, I think, at the beginning of the season. Uh, that had like a lot of racist undertones and stuff. Yeah. I can't remember exactly what they said. I don't. I think, um, um, I think they just used the N word casually. Yeah, both of them, yeah. by the way, are biracial. No. Yes, but well, like, oh, I, uh, are they both? I think just Max. I thought Max. I haven't heard that about Brett, but I also <laughs> just learned that today. He mentioned it on the reunion. He mentioned it on the reunion mm-hmm. because. I must have been also that. said that that's not an excuse. Right, but... Here's the thing. Like, I think that because he does not look biracial, that's more, that's probably why it got taken... You know what I mean? Out of context, like, yeah. Because, like, you look at a Drake and you look at some people who look biracial and they are, like... They're they get a hall pass for saying something that right. might be offensive otherwise. Correct. And I also think Max, when I looked at it, his, not that if you have a drop of black in you, you can, you, you can claim whatever you want. If you want to, if you want to identify and say you are black, then do you boo. But I think that his mother, when I, cause I, I dug a little bit because his post, he posted a lot today and was like, was very like, I'm African-American, blah, 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 blah. His mom is biracial. So, I mean, it's very like. He has one black. I'm 25. I'm 25. Yeah, like I'm 25%. Like his his grandfather. Yeah, his grandfather. He leads with it, though, that when someone asks what he is, he leads with black. He says that he's one black, like, I think it's mom's dad, right? Isn't that something, though? I lead with the thing that gives me my most best looking features, but then I'm still going to disrespect them at the same time. Ain't that some shit? Because he's so cute. Yeah, I don't think he's that cute. I think I he's an ugly cute. person. But it is true, though. Like his I behavior. Thought, sorry, I his behavior is ugly. But he yeah, was a cute that's boy. That's what, what makes. I okay. thought he was cute, like the first episode, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, "You're, you're not so cute. Boy. You're a fuck he's boy. not so cute. He's a fuck boy. Like, why are you the manager of Tom Tom? Why isn't it Richardson? Like, um, everybody. So everybody correct in all of the groups that I'm in, everybody is like, okay, so. If you want to change up your cast, why is Richardson not on there? Like he's like, honestly oh, he's been around forever. So I wonder if yes, we saw him. Yeah. So I wonder if like it's a situation where they don't want to be on main cast, but they're okay being filmed. I think that maybe it, he's just not friends with the rest of them. Like that, he doesn't want to be part true. of it. Well, and the other thing that I thought about was that like. Richardson has been there for a really long time and him like Peter, I think do have other things going on that aren't necessarily mainstream. So there is also that question I always have with the pump 
Cass and the Vanderpump Dogs and Sir, like, if you do have a contract with something else, maybe there is some clause that, right? you know what I mean? You can expose yourself, but only so much. But you so can't much. do anything else. Like, right. you can't, like, it's very, the contracts are very strict with Bravo with what you can, like, make money off of. And, like, well, and I also think it is very true that, like, it started off like focusing on a group of friends, right? And so if you're not in that group, because even in the beginning, um, their friend Jen, who I think is- I liked her. Yeah. She she kind of was around, but not really because she wasn't in their main core. And then the the one, Tina was in the first season. But again, I think that it just, some people just, they're- they're outliers because they're not, they work there. And I think obviously like, even from us going to all of her restaurants, she has a diverse type of like. Clientele, employees. employees. But at the end of the day, if they only hang out with white people, then like, that's what you're going to see, you know? But if they're not, and like, if they are good friends with Richardson or Jen or Tina, why aren't they part of the main cast? Right. And that's the thing that you don't know. Like, why, why did you bring Lala in? You know, because Lala never worked there. Correct. No, she like came in from Nevada or wherever. Utah. That's the question I have about some of these cast members is like, some of them did work at the store of the store. They worked at the restaurant and that was their claim to fame. Now that the show's up and running and has already got the fame without the claim anymore, Every, obviously, every person that goes to work for one of said restaurant, anyone who wants to work for Lisa Vanderpump is doing so, hoping that they get an opportunity to be yes. on television. Now that, yes. Sheena is not working at Sir right now. No. I mean, not now because it's COVID and it's closed. But not even if it was... The only, per- the only person, the only people that legit I have seen in the, in the years, so when I went in 20... 20- I went in 2016. Sorry, my dog is coughing. That's okay. Aww. I went in 2016, and then me and Stephanie went last summer. In 2016, I saw that the Jen girl and Peter. When we went this past summer, we saw, well, Richardson, but he is at TomTom. Tom. Um, huh? We saw Raquel. We saw Raquel. So Raquel- we could have seen, like, maybe Charlie or Max. Or uh, I Brett, but I don't like remember seeing them. But I also didn't know who they were. There was another guy there that he has been in the background. He's gay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Can't remember his name. He's been in the background, and he was there. So I do believe that there are people that legit work there. But I think the main cast they do not work there anymore, and they don't need to. Now they don't need to, but Vanderpump needs to be a storyline that is based on Lisa Vanderpump's restaurants. Yes, or spin it off into something else. Correct. So we're not a housewife, but we don't wait tables anymore. Right. Right. It either needs to be a thing where it's called like LA Friends, LA Friends, you know, the new Melrose place. Yeah. That all live in these mid century Valley Village. Valley Village. Right. We either need to do that or we need to continually, every episode, introduce different characters as they actually exist within the restaurants that actually exist. 
Mm-hmm. These restaurants well, like, do other things. You right. know what I mean? Like they host charity events. They have pride. Like they have yeah. things that Lisa could, Lisa could pivot the angle if she wanted yeah. to. And I think she's realizing now she has to. And yeah, I think exactly. every, I think every casting director in America is realizing that oh. they need to vet the fuck out of these people before yeah. they put them on television. Well, and that's yeah. the thing. I think that now, obviously we'll like, so Max and Brett, so I wonder, you fired them from the show. Do you fire them from your restaurant? I don't think that Max has been fired from Tom Tom. Right. So it's like, which? So because that means that Lisa didn't actually, Lisa didn't have anything to do with them getting fired from the show. That was broad. She did. She but did? She's, she's an EVP on the show. I yeah, mean, but I don't necessarily think her- that means. Because why would you fire them from the show and not your restaurant? Correct. Well, so two things in my thought. Her EVP title is like, can we have better font, right? Yeah, the EVP, EVP titles are... Her EVP title means nothing. But as a woman who has created the restaurants that they're filming in, she does have some clout because it's also her employees. So I think that she decided the best way to do this would be to split the babies I still need to pay these people because I can't affect their livelihood. I don't think that their livelihoods should be drastically, the rug shouldn't be pulled. They are not the cop who put a knee on someone's neck. They're just ignorant young kids. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if they still want to continue to work at Sir, they can work at Sir. But any extra money that they would otherwise make from being on a platform that would require you to have better integrity, you are not welcome to. I agree that that's probably what happened. That she can't. Like, we can't have you as the face, like, on television. Especially because, like you said, she employs so many diverse people that legitimately work in her stores. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so we can move on to not only did they get fired, but then Stassi and Kristen as well were fired. Um, Stassi and Kristen... collect. Kristen was fired for the thing that she did with Stassi. That was the only... That was the only she thing. Was, yeah, she was who told Stassi in the first place that it was fake. Right. From what, what, from what I remember. Okay. She tipped yeah. it. Off. She, she started it. it. And then she also took it a step further in her tweet about the Daily Mail mugshot yeah. by adding some inflammatory comments. Yeah. Trying to pinpoint it like, do you know who this person is? I'm not going to say anything, but it's the only other black woman that's on season four and five. I wonder who. Yeah. So So Stassi though had multiple things that happened before this with Faith. She had the situation where she posted a picture and the comment was Nazi chic. They agreed that's what it was. Nazi chic for her outfit. Mm-hmm. And then she um, had an episode of her podcast. She's had multiple episodes of her podcast where she said like offensive things, one towards like the Me Too movement um, about, you know, if you go upstairs, you know what's happening. If you go to the hotel room, you know what's going to happen. So no one can make her suck a dick, like all these kinds of things. And then, so making light of it. And then she had another one around the Oscars. And, was, and Black Lives Matter, too. Yeah, and when actually, it first started. Because that was actually on um, on an episode because yes. Billy, Billy was mad about it and yeah. confronted her about it. And they got in that fight. And that's when, like, 
I think that was the turning point for Billy and, and, you know, she was just like, she's racist. Like, this is ridiculous. And that's when it was like everybody against Billy. But at, at the end of the day, you know, Billy was right. Like, not that, not that Stassi is racist, but I definitely think that at the time there should have been, there should have been a conversation about why do you feel the need to speak, to say these things on your, like, and understand again, like that white privilege and understand the fact that like, you have a huge platform and a huge platform of probably predominantly white females in the world that probably range from like 18 to 40, maybe, who knows? That's a very, it's very wide, but you know, and by you saying the things that you're saying can affect them and can affect what they are thinking mentally. And unfortunately at the time that she said it, you know, no one really held her accountable. So now when these things are coming up and we are, everybody is now in a state of like, fuck no. Atonement. Yes. Right. Yeah. Everyone is like, nope, nope. And, and I see that like, cause I'm in her, on her Facebook, like she has like a Facebook group and like all these fem- all these girls are going to bat for her. And I mean, again, they're all white females, but it's also now everyone's like, Oh, cancel culture, cancel culture. But it's like, to a certain extent, we're not saying cancel her. All, at the end of the day, all we're saying is you need to be held accountable for the things that you said. And I don't think her apology was enough. I don't think, and I will, I'll relate it to, you know, this before all of this happened, you know, with Hannah B. Hannah B, you know, on Instagram Live rapping the n-word but bleeping out all the other curse words but then you know saying the n-word and then and then putting out a post and and it took I don't know if this really is what it took but Rachel Lindsay basically was like you had all of the courage to show your face and to say the n-word but you couldn't show your face to apologize 100 percent facts. And then a week later, she does an Instagram live and she, you know, and I, so I watched it and I truly believe that like she realized, because I do feel like, you know, even though she's from Alabama, I do feel like she's very faith driven. And Mm -hmm. so the fact that, you know, she's like, I've been reading the Bible and, you know, Sometimes people who are like, so like, especially if you're from Alabama, you are, and you're really like faith driven. You're like, I got it. Like, I got to get it. And, you know, she mentioned that she had been reading the Bible. She had mentioned that people that had been taught, having conversations with people have, has really tried to understand what, you know, she did and how, like the, the magnitude of that word. And like, you know, she mentioned the white fragility book. So in that moment, I'm like, yes, show your face, have a conversation, tell, show people, because at the end of the day, that's all people want is for you to recognize that what you did was t- not great. And it was terrible. And we're not going to say fuck Hannah B. Some people might, but like some people are, most people will be more forgiving if you truly like show your colors and just say, I was ignorant and I was stupid and I am trying to be better. 
And I think Stassi needs to do that because if not, I mean, she's going to have her minions and her followers. I think there's people who are like save Stassi and like making shirts and shit, which always, always happens. But I think it's going to take her to speak about it and to talk about it and to really, truly like own up to the things that she has said in the past. And yeah, it was in the past, but so what? I think that that's the one thing I was actually expecting from her because I do find her to be a little bit smarter than your average restaurateur that works at any of these restaurants and is on the show. I do find Stassi to be probably her and Lala both um, are very smart women in the sense that they use the platform, but they already had privileged lives before. So, right. Like Jax came from shit. Schwartz came from shit. You know, like the two of these girls are actually quite fortunate. Um, I think Lala recognizes that and respects culture in such a way um, that we've all been able to see publicly throughout her even being able to promote, like, this is the platform and what I'm about. I think you get it that like Lala gets it. And I think that Stassi, who has been able to make a killing off of her platform, even when she was on the show working at Sir, was still a server, like, she knew she had the producers in her back pocket. 100. She, she worked the camera very well to amass to the success that she has gotten to enjoy. And I would think that someone who is so smart and knows how to play to the cameras would also realize how important it would have been to turn on the IG live and be like, okay, I'm not taking any of these comments. I don't even want to look at them, but I'm going to have an actual conversation. Yep. The first thing I want to say is I'm sorry. Yep. Everyone knows I love to be the biggest witch of WeHo and I wear that badge with pride, but sometimes I go a little too far. Yep. I went a little too far on this day, this incident, this moment in life that can never be taken down again. Like, yeah. Jax cheated on you on public television and you quit working at Sir because you were so offended. Right. Like, I've seen you make a bigger puff of your chest for right. worse personal afflictions. Right. This personal affliction is going to hurt your bank account. Oh, it's it is. Well, I, mean, I think she lost her sponsors. Yeah. She, she lost, lost everything. She lost her podcast. I think though, with her though, is that every time one of these things though that we've mentioned happened, okay. she did put out a statement. She did apologize. Sorry, then, and I'm over it. But then she continued to make like do offensive things. Yeah. So she didn't clearly learn. Like I feel like like Hannah B. Like right now, like we should give her the grace to see if she really has learned and if she really was like ignorant before and now she's realized why what she did was terrible and if she continues to do bad things then like yeah let's cancel Hannah B or like I don't really I hate the cancel culture thing but like I am like I'm cool with like stop following stop whatever like I don't want to contribute money to these people but Stassi she's apologized for every single one of these things and then she continues to offend. I think what really screwed her over on this this most recent thing, because it's not recent, it's from two years ago. The situation right. the situation with Faith is that at some point they either knew from the beginning or they realized it wasn't Faith. And rather than apologizing to Faith, reaching out to Faith and saying, you know what, I'm sorry. Yep. And saying like on her platform, turning on IG Live, like saying I'm sorry, like 
She didn't do that. She just went silent until her PR company gave her a statement to say before they fired her. She right. said the statement. Kristen's basically is a copy of it. Like we listen, Carla and I listened to the Bitch Bible podcast, which is the podcast that she told this story on. And I remember listening to this story. I remember texting Carlin about it and being like, holy shit, did you know all this stuff about faith? And like laughing to the story because it was a funny story. And like, I never once thought that their intentions behind it were because were so faith cruel. was black. Yeah, I didn't. I never once thought that. And I, I thought, you know what? They're mad because Jack's cheated with Faith and this is how they're dealing with it. And like, and then I also thought like, holy shit, this is true because this was like before I was like, when I was like a little more naive about things on TV, even though it was just a couple of years ago, like why would they make this up? Like, you're not going to make a story up like this about a person because it's a horrific, a horrific story if you're making it up. So like I listened, I laughed and like, so Jackie Schimmel, who is like the bitch Bible, when this all started happening, like a week ago, whatever, she put out a dedicated podcast episode and talked about it. She yep. posted on her Instagram story about how like upset she was about it, that it happened, like that she was sorry, that she recognized why, like it was a, a bad situation. Like she has continued to post about it, to talk about it in talking about like the episode on her podcast. She talked about the one thing that she's never spoken about on her podcast that her mother like was a victim of like mental. She had, she never told us the real, like what actually happened to her mom, but because she had mental illness, she died. I think it was a suicide. I don't know that, but I just think it was because of like some of the stuff I've read and she's never talked about that. That's always been an off limit topic on her podcast she brought it up when she was talking about this because she felt when it was happening that it was wrong, but she didn't speak up. And she was mad that she didn't speak up saying something is wrong about this story. And she just laughed along because she was uncomfortable in it, aired it. And then like, it is what it is. And now it's, it, everyone knows about it and she can't take it back. And, you know, but she at least like said, I'm sorry. Like, yeah I'm sorry I did it like and she apologized to faith privately I think that that's the most important I am so sorry like I am so sorry taking ownership and accountability for something that you do to anyone that you do something to is the hardest thing in life as a woman as a person as a human being taking accountability to be like I fucked up and I hurt you beyond ways that I can actually imagine. And I am remorseful for that. Yeah. That's the thing that costs you the least also, right? It doesn't cost you any money to have a pick up the phone, even if you don't FaceTime Faith. But if you picked up the phone to say, Faith, I'm not sending you a text message because I want you to understand that I recognize that I did a terrible thing. And it hurts me. It hurts me to know that I did such a thing yeah and I want you to know I'm sorry about it yeah yeah and like that that simple act of apologizing though could have saved their jobs it really their could podcast, have their yeah. sponsors it's their integrity honestly if they had done that yeah takes it back to the beginning of this podcast yep it's, it's your all integrity. about their integrity and like I I think what Bravo did was the right decision am I gonna and miss that so too me yeah, too I'm, I'm gonna, gonna miss, miss her I will miss Dossie. Like, I, I mean, we've talked about it on this podcast for years. Like I 
have been a Stassi fan since day one. Season one Stassi is some of the greatest TV in the world. But Listen, like, I if you're a shitty person, you shouldn't just, get to be on TV. I just recently watched her backhand Kristen Doty on television yesterday. It's cool. The Van reunion. Like, it was just going on and on and on, the reruns. And I was like, this is television gold. I feel like I'm a better person having watched you backhand your best friend who fucked your ex-boyfriend. She deserved all of that. But you cannot call the police on black people who are not the perpetrator right and, and it, yeah yes like and not apologize that when you realize it's wrong i like, watched her in the reunion last night yesterday was such an odd day do you not agree with me how weird that like that all came out and then yeah. hours later here's the reunion and it's like we know you're not on the show anymore but we're watching you and like and even watching it i'm like correct hey. and i i love stuffy like this this is like now. And also I work for Textile Fashion Group and I've been getting since the weekend all these messages on social media about our relationship with Stassi and what are we going to do about Stassi and did you hear the inflammatory things that Stassi said as I'm coming off of another week of like BLM so, like solidarity yep. and so I'm just like oh my and before that with Mika giving back her mm. autistic child so I'm just oh like, my god, that story. I need the influencers during the time of a pandemic to get their shit together. Okay. Cause <laughs> we cannot go out and do like, anything. I cannot do this anymore. I can't. You guys have all the power, and I'm just reacting to your ridiculousness on several fronts. I need you to shut the fuck up. Right. I need you to keep your mouth shut. And it was weird to watch because, first of all, Kristen Doty, you're a horrible friend. So bad. Kristen, you're, you're, you're a horrible friend. You are unappreciative of the best friends that you did have there because I don't think your priorities were aligned. I think you wanted to use a storyline to did. elevate your platform, but you didn't realize that you have to actually be able to back that shit up. Yeah. I need you to have a hobby. I need you to have something going on in your life that can back up you being so tragic and unfortunate that you keep fucking the same guy and won't kick him out of your brand new house. That's why I don't think that like her not being on the show is going to be that big of a deal. I think her, I mean, granted, yes, she's with a new person, but I mean, the girls aren't friends, aren't really friends anymore. So it kind of like the dynamic was just going to be so weird. So I think sadly, like maybe this, all happen for a reason because now it maybe gives them an opportunity to start a fresh like kind of vibe because I just feel like all of them really have I mean between Brittany and Jax and like Tom and Ariana like they're going to be friends again like they don't like each other so it's kind of like the magic that they did have is no longer there you know like and I and and maybe that's just it's sometimes time your time is Oh, but here's Jax, my thing. They have to jealous. fire Jax. Does I'm Jax sorry. seem jealous to you guys that he... Yes. I think that Jax has been a perpetual... Not perpetual. Compulsive. He's a compulsive liar. Yeah. Right? He has been a compulsive liar this in his entire life, to be honest. Yes. Let's just be honest. And then it translated into television. And then he tried to revert to his ability to be so fucked up as an excuse to make... You're fucking 40 years old now. Like, yeah. it, though. 
You're legit only 20 years away from being middle-aged, I think is the definition, or 10 years away from being considered a middle-aged man. Well, according to Brett, he's already past middle-aged. Middle-aged is 34. Right, and Brett is 31. So what does that say for the three of us? Oh my god, she's like three years older than you, dude. Like fuck you, Brett. But Jax's DNA. Jax always wants what he can't have. I think we've seen that we lived it in real life. We watched it in real time. He's always wanted something that he either didn't respect himself enough to think that he already invalued. Or he didn't think that he had it and deserved it, and he wanted somebody else's like soup, right? Yeah. Um, this past season, after his wedding, I was so <laughs> bored with him. Bored. Oh, he needs to go. Like I'm serious. Like and poor something. Brittany. Yeah. No, I don't Brittany. know. A part of me, I don't know. A part That's of me, what she feels was getting like into. Like I'm sorry. So she like, did. Yes, she poor met her mark. Like. But not just that, a little bit of Britney. I feel like Britney, like from the reunions, I feel like a little bit of her, yes, she has always been the nice person, but I I personally think a little bit of her wanted this fame and is secretly a little bit of a terrible person. I think she had us all fooled. I think she had all of them fooled because they all say Britney is the best person we know. I think that she isn't. And I think that everyone fools. Let me tell you something. If your pastor that you has been your pastor, preacher, whatever, for X amount of years mm. has been so licentious in the statements that he's made about the LGBT community and you were still yeah. up until up until the point where the people that were in your wedding shamed you into yeah. not having him at your altar. Speak it. There has been something wrong with you from jump. Yeah. Like, how does Lisa Vanderpump know that your pastor is like that and you don't? I'm Correct. sorry. Like, that's not, that's, that's not a thing. It goes back to this being in your bubble. And yeah. also being in your bubble and not wanting to be, not wanting to, to, to see what is really happening. You they were going to keep him as the pastor yes, until it, it got talked it. about on TV. As soon as somebody then, on the show brought it up, they were that's why they got rid of him. Because on the show, it was going to yeah. be pointed out what he was. And then people would see who they really were. And so then they're, that's when they're up in arms. Do you, feel, do you feel unsatisfied with Lance Bass marrying them? I, mean, I feel unsatisfied that we didn't get to see a lot of him. I feel unsatisfied that they used someone who has had to work so hard to be yeah. proud of being a gay I, man in America. Like, I'm more sad for Lance. Like, I feel like Vanderpump Rules really, Lance, is beneath you. Okay? You I, it is, but him and Jax are business partners. So I think that's why he thought uh, that it would have been okay. But I still think it was a move. It was a move so you didn't look bad. So yeah. So Correct. You wanted your childhood pastor preacher to marry you, and then you sacrificed for a person you barely know who just got ordained a handful of years ago to be a. Uh, uh, they be did that for a reason. Yeah, to, I know to prove that they don't have a problem. But next question: Did Lisa Vanderpump encourage them to do so? Probably. Inquiring minds want to know. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. I'm sure. But also him and Jax are business partners. So he probably was like, who can I get? Oh, Lance is probably going to want to do it because maybe he'll think that it's promoting just ad X. Yep. 
And then they never even talked about Just Add X because Vanderpump Rules hardly talks about those projects that they're doing on the side. But I also, I strongly think that Jax has to be fired. And if he's not, then these firings mean nothing. I agree with you. If you're not going to set a tone and be consistent, then what's the the point? Like he needs to go. Kelly Dodd needs to go. Like Brandy Glanville needs to go. They all need to go because otherwise you're just using Saucy and Kristen more so than Brett and Max to prove a point that you don't have tolerance. But yet again, your actions have to speak. So like, okay, cool. You fired two people who did things. What about the rest of them that have done equally, if not worse things? Jax has done worse things worse consistently the entire time he's been on tv jack's arrested on on tv for stealing in another country is that what you want to encourage to the youth of america has said so many hateful things about so many people also guess what you know who tweeted all about the faith thing jack jack's Right. Jax is really tweeted a shit ton about it. So like Jax is a messy 45-year-old black woman. Messy. Where when he gets upset, he pulls out the fucking receipts and he's like, bitch, I'm coming at you with my claw. Right. But if that's what's gonna get Stassi and Kristen fired, then like why you are need, you yourself you need getting- to hold the male lead on the show accountable for the same thing that you're holding the female leads for. Guys, when he told Lisa Vanderpump that this was the thing that he liked oh. so much about his show, oh, yeah, I had to push pause on the television, and my boyfriend I mean, it was amazing. Was, no, my boyfriend goes, "Why are you pausing? He's so insignificant." I go, "Did you hear what he just said?" Amazing. He just told it was amazing. Lisa that this is what he liked about his show. And I'm still trying to remember when I saw his name as an executive producer. This is not your show, Jax. Oh, you should know it's Jax Taylor Rule. Jax is not even Jax your real name. It's not even oh your God. real name. The best- the best hashtag I've seen is one that was like cancel couchy or something like that. <laughs> Oh my God. I love it. So as I was watching yesterday's episode and looking at the thing that Saucy said about you need a hair tie said the thing that she said to her, to her, to Bo while, um, Lala was like having her moment. Yeah. She whispered to him and was like, I think Lala's bipolar. That I missed that. And it's no, it's it's audio. They added they dubbed in the the words. I think Lala's bipolar. And I after dealing with all the shit that I've had to deal with yesterday, trying to yeah. like defend our brand and our company against working with her. Yeah. Now I'm watching the reunion in a different context, right? Because I know these four people have been fired and I'm listening yeah. to that they say with a and I'm looking at their facial expressions with a different feeling is that a racist twinge is is that a twinge and to hear her whisper to Bo that I think Lala's bipolar I'm just like I totally missed that I missed that I think you're a bitch saucy I think that you are just you're like Tamara unless you get saved and baptized in a pool deep down in your heart you're just a Fucking asshole. Yeah. Oh, Saucy is an asshole. And that's why she was good on TV. She knew it and she played into it and then it caught up with her. Correct. You can't, you can play a good asshole on TV, but if you really are truly that asshole, maybe you shouldn't be on TV. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's one of those moments where, remember when, what was on television? Guts on Nickelodeon. And they would slime you if you said the wrong thing. The aggro crag. Yeah, and they would slime, you know how Nickelodeon would slime you if you said, I don't know. Yeah. And that was kind of like, you don't know. (laughs) I think all of these hashtag BLM uh, antagonists should be slimed. Yeah. I think it's the closest thing that we have to a handmaid's tale of shame, shame, shame. Oh and they should walk th- or like um Game of Thrones. They should walk through the town, let us throw our tomatoes and tell you you're a fucking idiot. And if you're strong enough to make it to the end of the road after you've walked through the town and gotten thrown all these tomatoes, <laughs> we will still employ you at Bravo. Buffy loves Game of Thrones, but I don't think she could do it. She no. couldn't. Well, then she wouldn't have a job, and she still doesn't. And you know who doesn't. I think would do it, honestly, deep Dodie. down in my heart? Dodie, I think, because she wants to be on television. But I think uh, Nene Leakes really wants oh. to be too. Yeah. I think that she's a type of woman that has probably admitted and taken accountability for her actions Way more than any other housewife on the franchise. She's taken a lot of shit. She's helped start that franchise. They were completely antagonistic with her on the reunion this season. Mm -hmm. Um, I am so amazed at how on the Hollywood tile of Atlanta Housewife scares, Bravo left the camera open and on. And I kept trying to read, like, what is this? Oh, my God, what did it say? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I tell what it said. I literally was like pausing it. I was like Googling, what does Nini's paper say? I held my iPad to the mirror to try to read the handwriting backwards to be like, what does this say? And I still don't know. No. She had notes though. She had But I loved it. I mean, I would have too, but. Yeah, you need receipts for reunions. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, well. (sighs) talked so much we have it's been it's been a lot we've thank you for uh, sticking it out if you're still listening i know but we might have to have like a part two and we like you know kind of talk. yeah there's more to talk about but there always be more to talk about if you're listening i'm just grateful that you two are a like-minded open kind-hearted individual like me and carlin and stephanie on champs and gossip I think part of the nice thing about being able to do a podcast after a week of solidarity is that we can kind of pivot a little bit and and lighten up the room in a time when things are very serious. So I'm always super grateful for you guys having me. And I thank you for including me in your conversation back from a week of writing and chaos. It's definitely something that I needed in my life right now to feel a little uplifted. I always need you in my life. Whenever I get texts in our little group, I like, I get excited because I always know that like, it's going to be about a topic I love. Yeah. And her voice (laughs) notes are great too. I'm going to start. Yeah. Tania's voice notes are like everything. We're going to start on our little segment to try to make them a little bit more apparent so that I'm here with all of you listeners, even when I'm not here, because I do have some random ambient moments at the end of the night where I'm like, oh my Bravo, did you guys just see what happened? And sometimes they're a little incoherent because my words get slurred. That's okay. (laughs) 
But they do so good. They do. I was just about to say, I put my money where my mouth is. There is some some purpose behind that message. I love it. Well, most of the time I'm listening to them at like 6 (laughs) a.m. And I haven't watched the episode yet. So sometimes I'm like, wait, do I want to listen? Do I want to wait till I've watched it? No, I always just go ahead and listen. You guys hate the fact that last night me and my boyfriend did not watch Vanderpump Rules reunion. So I, when he left the bed this morning at six o'clock in the morning, I got so excited. I turned the TV on. You're like, oh, great. I know. I need to. I watched it today at like 3 p.m. I totally was like, oh my God, I can take notes now. Clean bed. There's nobody in here. Let's discuss. Oh my gosh. We might, so we definitely need to do, we'll do another um, episode with you. Um, and then we, so we didn't get to our top five, but Stephanie, maybe what we can do is, um, we can just post what our, yeah. Yeah. So essentially our, our top five were things to either watch or read to kind of, um, get you a little more, get people more educated on learning more about, you know, black history in America and just how to be better. Um, so we'll post that on our Instagram. And mm-hmm. then um, other than that, Snia, it is always a pleasure. <laughs> I'm so happy. I love you guys so much. This, is, has been, this has been the highlight of my COVID quarantine. I and I'm like super excited to keep doing this. I love being a correspondent. <laughs> All right, so um, don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and we will see you next week. Bye. Yay, bye. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Yes. Yes.